Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, if you're like me, you like to taste tea from around the world, tea from England, tea from France and many, many more countries. You can do this with the tea subscription. For a small payment of £125 a month, we will send you 10 handcrafted tea bags, each with their own individual flavour. Sign up today and quote Small Screen Naughties and you will get yourself 10% off. Do it today. You really don't look impressed at that one. There's a look in your eye right now, staring at you, (laughs) of going like, honestly, to the point of going, that was terrible. I was just waiting for you to come and go, and here's my guest. Johnny Vegas, Johnny Vegas, what is your favourite? No, 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 no. Well, it should be Mr. T, but Mr. people be really upset when it isn't Mr. T, it's just a guy who really likes tea. I ain't getting no plain fool, unless he likes your voice. I'm not sure you're not. I don't think you are. Well, I think you are if you're doing a character. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the police of what's right. Aren't, aren't you? Maybe I am. Let's go. How are you this fine day? You look very perky this morning. Good. It's not this morning. It's just whenever anyone is listening, listening to this. This is what whenever you're, it could be the afternoon, it could be the evening. Let's be honest, it could be something to help you get to sleep. In in that case, wake up. That, that is the power of the podcast. That is the power of pods. Also, you're not in to a be room confused with Hillsong. With what? With what song? Hillsong. It was a joke about churches. If, oh. if, if they get it, they get it. I'm not, not going to explain that. Explain it. No. I'm in a room. Told... I'm in a room, Chris. I've told you every week, bring out a fact sheet. 
explaining your jokes at the end. Go for such a kind of put it in the description. Yeah, so you're in a room that's got Wi-Fi for one. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Uh, Edinburgh is over for me. I, I only did two and a half weeks. It's still happening, mate. It's still happening out there. It's still, it's still happening. It's still happening. Uh, some people are having great Edinburghs. Some are not. It's a mixed feeling at the moment. Did you go and see Fiona Allen? She's having a ball. She's having a great time. I was meant to, but the shows were both on exactly the same time. Oh, well, it's also sold out most days. Yeah, along with everyone's show like that I wanted to see seemed to be on the same time as mine. Do you not have a day off day? No, because I only did from the 3rd to the 16th. Yeah, be still I didn't day off day. really feel like it. Nah, why? Go and see shows that you couldn't see. I, I saw lots. I saw Frank Skinner. Mm-hmm. I saw Tony the Musical. You saw Tony the Tiger. Good. I saw Tony the Tiger. He was very good. The Kellogg's musical, uh, The Breakfast Club, I believe it was called. Sorry, I've seen that again. <laughs> I shut the window. So I, did, did you enjoy... Yeah, I love the way you got the end of that as well. Uh, Tony the Tiger and his Breakfast Club musical. See, we, we're starting with stuff like that. No, it was, a, it was a great time. And to be honest, I'm a bit sad I'm not there. And usually, when I've left Edinburgh, an hour and a half early for the coach. See, I told you, I said, you do the last week because when it starts, you don't know what, what you're missing. And then if you have to leave halfway through, then you, you do know what you miss. Yeah, but surely it's better <laughs> to be wanting more and knowing that you're going back. Who's that bloke from Britain's Got Talent? The high-vis bloke? What? Ah, Ben. I don't know, but he's great. Yeah, his show was 12am at the Monkey Barrel. For two, for two wow. weeks. If only he had known. If he had known that he was going to win, I don't think. I think he could have sold <laughs> out the whole run. Midnight at the Monkey Barrel. Midnight at the Monkey. But uh, sure, that might be the sweet spot because you like a midnight, don't you? Um, Do you actually like the midnight, or is that just you taking the midnight? I take the midnight. You get a different sort you of crowd when you do the midnight. Trev takes the midnight. Let it be said about Trev, he always takes the midnight. That, you know when the lady said that she only had one person in her audience and everyone ran around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the best one was Dave Benson Phillips saying he did a show with Big Bear with one person in the audience with a kid and he went to get his, <laughs> he went down to get his guitar and then they walked out as well. Oh, that's amazing. I think as well. And also, like I'm not comparing Dave Benson Phillips to the person who had one member of the audience in Showbiz Legend. Dave Benson Phillips, thank yeah. you very much. And if he's getting one person in, I'm happy to take that. The fact it was him and Big I love the Bear. idea of him getting the guitar as well and him just being like, no, 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 this is it, son. We're off. <laughs> I could take the bear, but I can't take a man playing the guitar. That annoyed me when a couple walked out of my show and then walked into the next show, which was basically all one-liners. And I was like, how dare you? I wanted to stand up in front of them and go, this is what I just did. You're not allowed to do you that. You can't do that. It, it does come <laughs> across a bit thirsty if you were to stand up <laughs> and have a go because they decided to leave. Do you know who I am? No, that, that's why they left your show early. Oh, well, don't, well, you, don't let it get to you. Don't let it get to you. You say this. I went to see Simon Amstel in the big room in Edinburgh. And there were a lot of walkouts. Yeah. Were there? It was also me as well. But I walked out. I wanted to stay, but I also had to fly on my show. And I told Matt when I and he gave me the ticket, I, I, I can't stay to the end. And then I was in the blue yeah. in front row, so it was quite obvious that I'd left. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. There's nothing worse than that as well. 
You know what it's like as well. Someone from the front row just gets up and leaves. And you follow them. And you go, why, why? Why are you doing this? Be going to Angela's sympathy show, are you now? Oh, yeah? Right, you, you come back here. Let me do the show at you. Oh, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway. I think it was Simon Amstel as well. It's a very acquired taste. I know, but if you bought tickets for him, why do you now everyone's decided to start walking out? But everyone gets up and goes and leaves and goes to the toilet now. There's no kind of... Oh, no. There was a lot more of that this year. People just getting up for a drink and I'm walking out and then coming back in with a full life. And then like feeling like, oh, don't worry, mate, you carry on. I'm going, I am going to fucking carry on because it's my show, you bellend. No, mate, no, you stop. You stop and go and have a drink. Sorry that I've built up to this end of the show for the last half an hour, but you really want that tenants, didn't you? But I just, I just ignore them. You bit, I can't. You have to. Yeah, but but, not, but you get used them. to it. The amount of people who walk out of yours. How dare you? <laughs> I'm joking. I, I love your act, but that was a bit of fun at the beginning. A bit of ripping. It was, but now we've got to do some uh, circusing. What a link. I hope I hope this tent doesn't rip. I hope the big top doesn't get a rip in it. We're doing big top. We're doing big top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. completely passed me by so for the life of me do not know what time set it was in do not know when it aired and it it felt like it was 2009 this bloody hell so this could have been a small screen noughties show we could have done this could have been 90s it felt (laughs) I'll go into it in a bit because I watched five episodes of this what because I think no I I, there's something about it something about it that sucked me in it had so many like amazing actors in it as well. Well, and Amanda Holden. Yeah, had Amanda Holden, John Thompson, Sophie Thompson, which I don't know if they're related or not. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Ruth Maddock and uh, yeah. Tony Robinson and Bruce Max, someone who was uh, Bonko. J- John Thompson, who I think is one of the greatest comic actors ever. He is. All right. When and he said, should not have done this. <laughs> when you said number episode two is better than number one, I thought, yeah. oh, it's, no, it's not. I thought episode one was quite funny. But it was so obvious. No, it wasn't. I'll it tell was... you what, what I found funny. Go on, go on. You tell everyone what you found funny. Well, what is not funny about a clown walking into a room, dropping his trousers and going, does this look septic? Come on, that oh. is... I'll be honest, there is nothing not funny about that at all. You're supposed to be a health expert. Tell me. Does that look septic to you? Uncle Jeff, please! Honestly, tell me, how long do you think I've got? About five seconds. Uh, What's going to happen now is is that we're going to explain what happened in the show, and I'm going to realise that it wasn't as good as I thought it was. I... When was this on? Like, what sort of time... Is this one of those Saturday night sitcoms? No, this is like a Wednesday at half past eight. Oh, is it? Waterloo Road was on after it, if you watched the adverts. 
I did, I did. Uh, I thought, yeah, that's uh, that Waterloo Road never made it to the dizzy heights of Saturday. But you didn't find this funny and you watched five episodes. Because I wanted to see, like, where they're going with it. It felt like Heidi High. It did. And that, and I think part of that was Ruth Muddock was in it with a Ruth? dog. <laughs> yeah, who she's mean to. She's so awful to that dog. He goes on a swim to Calais in one of the later episodes. And no, no, he to does. a propeller. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. He, she just dumps him in the sea. That's all that happens. Yeah, well, that's a spoiler for anyone, like, wanting to watch another episode. I'm not putting a spoiler for Big Top. She tries to get insurance money, so he pretends he's been kidnapped in episode one. There's the... That was an insurance advert. And she said, what happens if he got burnt by a hairdryer? I thought, burn the dog with a hairdryer. And if David was to burn himself with a hairdryer, would he get money for that too? Yes, I get claim forms for everyone. Uh, 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 never mind that. She was very mean-spirited. Like, in the first episode, or the second episode, I can't remember, it all blurred into one. But there was one bit where she said, I've got an act you can do. And she go, yeah, all I need is some black face paint, uh, a bone, and some bongo drums. And it's like, no, that's racist. You know when you're just like, it just felt so... 2009, this wasn't the 70s, this was 2009. It felt like the 70s, though, didn't it? Uh... And who, who the hell was Baldrick playing? Um, oh, don't ask me that. I've forgotten his name. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know what his job was in the in the uh, circus. Huh. Erasmus. 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 Whoa, oh, in the shadows. What is he doing in this sitcom? I think they just went through... I think it was one of those things where it's like they just put it in people who they thought were safe pairs of hands. You always know a sitcom's bad when, when they just put the names of the actors at the beginning. It's not... A proper title sequence. It's just them showing their names. I've just said that, and Red Dwarf do that, and Red Dwarf's all right. So ignore Only that. and horses do that. Everyone does that. No, they don't. The Office doesn't Name. do that. They don't go with Ricky Gervais. We when the whistle blows. I I don't know what this sitcom was, and I, I it felt very kind of like they'd had leftover set from something. From what? And then. I don't know, like, they've done something really, really odd. And everyone, like, weirdly hated each other as well in the circus. Did t- Tony Robinson's character hated uh, Uncle Jeff. John Thompson, who uh, is an amazing actor. But I just don't know why everyone hated each other. Um, and the jokes were very kind of, oh, I've dropped me washboard. Oh, Neil Godwin Did... from The Office was in it in episode one. Yes, as a human statue. No, he was... No, no, later on. He was the date. He was he was the date. Because John Thompson is doing an act where he sticks ferrets down his trousers with, and some sausages, which we have got to see, which I'm annoyed. Ahoy there! I'm not interrupting, am I? Yes. I enjoyed your act tonight, Ponky. Yeah, the ferrets seemed quite enthusiastic too. It looked like they had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that... That made me laugh, that whole kind of... And then the health and safety inspector going, actually, yeah, you, you can do that if you want. I want to see you do it, was was a highlight. It's like, oh, you can't do that no more. It's like, yeah, you can. It made me laugh when he, he's like... Hello, anyone in? <gasps> oh, my God, is that as painful as it looks? Well, I didn't get much sleep last night. Every time I closed my eyes, there was a clown pulling down his trousers. <laughs> Sorry about that. Not what you expect to see on a first date. <laughs> oh. We've all done it. <laughs> I, uh, are, you, are you a big fan of circuses in general? No, I've never been to a circus. You, what? I've never been to a circus. You've never been to a circus? No. 
Oh, I don't think so. Oh, it all makes so much sense now. Why does it make Barnes sense? Barnes has never been to a circus. What? How have you not been to a circus? I just haven't been to a circus. I well, don't think. Sure. I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe like secretly you want to be a clown. Is that it? No, I did write a book at school. Go on. School about a um, a clown that wanted to actually wanted to be a lion tamer. That sounds like a good book. What was it called? Uh, the clown that wants to be a lion tamer. You've always had that creative imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Moaning about me coming on stage as Batman and doing Batman jokes. What is wrong with that? I don't know. I wasn't moaning about you coming on to do Batman jokes. It was. It was last week. I said maybe, 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 maybe you've progressed. No, you didn't. You said maybe you could come up with a second idea sometimes, Trev. That's what you said. Oh, wow. I remember. It's all stored in here in the memory bank. I know it is. I know it is. And there was a look in your eyes like you almost had waited to throw that. It's the headphones all over again. 20 minutes of why my headphones were rubbish after a few pints. I remember. Tony Robinson's character is meant to play music for Uncle Jeff. And he, does, he doesn't play the Looney Tunes theme. He plays speeches from Hitler. Which I thought, <laughs> how do you get from that to that? Yeah, the, the, the Hitler's. <laughs> I always think of the audience in that situation, wouldn't you? Do, 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 do. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back. But then she goes off as a date. They have a lovely show. Even someone comes in and goes, it's great. And then they all go to the pub and then the tent gets nixed, which is obviously CGI. You can tell in the background that they've just CGI'd out the tent or something. It doesn't look real. It doesn't look like they've just removed the tent. It's a weird one, this whole thing, because I don't really know uh, what, what who it's aimed at. Like the whole watching it and thinking... Hold on a minute. Who is this for? I don't know if you got that because it was like this is in the kids show. This isn't an adult show. Why is Ruth Murdoch in it? Uh, not that she shouldn't be in it. She should be working. Like I love Heidi High, but it was a weird kind of characters are know. like kids. Like they're like saying, yeah. "Please never leave us. <laughs> We'd be lost." It's like basically Dougal during a funeral. The minute they've gone, they just set fire to six episodes. <laughs> I like that. Six episodes of Dougal just being Dougal. Maybe that's what they should have done after Father Ted. Father Dougal. No, you you watched five episodes, which I keep saying. Yeah. I only watched I only watched two, and the second one isn't as good as the first one. Well, strap yourself in because it gets progressively worse as time goes by. Uh, there was the immigration officer one. Uh, there's one where Tony Robinson ends up getting uh, framed for a robbery. Uh, basically, yeah. all the tropes. Someone had gone through a how to write a sitcom. Did they have a party? They had a party. There is a party. There is, of course, there's a party in there. Someone leaves. Uh, the clown finds out he's not funny. John Thompson and his wife is better than him, and uh, th- that that's part of it. I, I uh, you make me want to watch it now. I, I shouldn't be making you want to watch it because I don't <laughs> really know what I witnessed. I, I think what could I have done for my career in that time of watching this? What could I have done to progress me as a person? This is is your career. This is my career. That is the most depressing thing I've ever heard in the whole of my life. This is you, boy. We're on the radio soon. (laughs) No, do you want to hear the most depressing thing ever? Is the Only Fools and Horses reunion, which you can meet Mickey Pierce, Tony Angelos, Mike Fenton-Stevens, and Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, uh, one episode, he's still milking. Uh, he was in Only Fools and Horses. I'm not having a pop at the rest Gar- of them. But Michael at Gary. <laughs> at Gary, or anyone. But Michael Fenton-Steven is very Stevens even. He's quite an established actor. He is, he's been in lots of things. But... He, and he, he's got a very good podcast. <clears throat> it must but be I very lucrative. Yeah, why is he? He's bad. He doesn't need to do it. Maybe I should ring him. Yeah, yeah, before you were saying that. So we're going to be on Deal Radio. We are going to be on Deal Radio with this show. Yeah. Uh, a few of you thinking, oh, is it going to be new content? No, we're editing together old episodes and yes. putting them out on the radio. It's taken as long to edit episode one as it does and it did in the first time I did it. I had to remove uh, Grot Bags singing I'm a 
green meme mother from outer space because that went on for ages. Yeah. You suggested if Fred Dynage was still alive or not. <laughs> you ended why, the... why does that have to go? All right, I'll leave it in. You ended the podcast with saying, if you've enjoyed it, good. If you haven't, fuck off. So I thought maybe that can't, <laughs> maybe that can't be the ending we have. Look, we all make mistakes. I must say, we hit the ground running. Apart from not locking it in, it's basically the same show. Straight off the bat, we went straight in. I like to say we've been milking that cash cow for ages, but we we, we ain't been milking any cash cows. How you make gunge. Oh, uh, the debacle of uh, Charlie Chalk. Yeah, the debacle of Charlie Chalk. Technically, we didn't put him in. We didn't even just, we just came up in conversation and then we you said, how much are we giving Charlie Chalk? Anyway, this is, you can go back you and listen, listen to that. You listen to it all on Deal Radio when uh, yeah. when we, we discuss when it's actually on as well. It's exciting, isn't it? Are you excited by this? I am, but we've really got nothing to do with it, have we? Because we've recorded it. Well, it's done. It's all done. This is yeah. a joy. We're, we're, we're about two years ahead of each episode, I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Are we ever going to? Is it ever going to start linking up where we actually nah. put new episodes out? I don't think it will. Nah, be. don't you worry about that. This is a way to do it. I mean, it, for those people in deal, it's going to be a fresh, brand new sound. Only slight problem is, I think we did a year and then we did Christmas ones. So Christmas will come in in about March if we st- if we start putting them out now. Yeah, maybe maybe we need to edit around that so the Christmas yeah. stuff all comes out at Christmas. That that might. But. Maybe well, you could just put the Christmas ones out. Oh, they're fine, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I've listened to it back. There might be something libelous in there that we can't say. This has become more of a, a meeting about the podcast than, than about... Yeah, no, no, one, no one is interested in this at all, or, or Big Top. <laughs> I, I just, every time like, I think about it, I think, well, that's, that's a good... It's a good idea for a sketch, Big Top, isn't it? But it doesn't really work as a sitcom. It did work as a sitcom. He wanted to be a burglar. Oh, it turns out that he hasn't got a work permit, and at the end, it turns out he has. He's actually got a passport, yeah. a passport, but they um they don't find out until the end when he's about to marry Amanda yeah. Holden. And Les Dennis was like, "Yeah, near miss." Yeah, well, it's a weird one that whole thing as well. The visa <laughs> thing, like of going, hmm, light-hearted look of deporting someone. But in the wedding, there is a mention of the crankies, and if you mention the crankies, you have to have the crankies. And they turn up at the end. They're one of the D-less celebrities that if you mention them in something, they will turn up. Like Alison Hammond. Uh... Why have you put Alison Hammond on the I D-list? I was wait- just waiting for... If you said in your sitcom, for the love of Alison Hammond, she'd come around the corner and go, hello! She'd be in it, wouldn't she? She probably would. Kind of celebrity that... She's a nice person that will do anything for money. Uh don't don't <laughs> don't confuse like D list for commitment, mate. That's your problem there. <laughs> Say what you want about Alison Hammond, but she's committed. <laughs> Cranky's wearing it. Yeah, come on. There was one joke in the second episode where he said, "I I came off the boat in my leotard." She said, "You came in your leotard." He said, "Yes, I was very excited." And the audience didn't even get that joke. It went over their heads. Um, do you remember when you first arrived to work in this country? Ah, yes. I stepped off plane with only leotard on my back and heart full of dreams. You came in your leotard? I was very excited to be here. <laughs> was there any paperwork at all? I found it quite funny. It's like uh, when we used to do pyjama night on the holiday parks. Oh, oh don't do The don't j- do. joy of going, right, everyone, come in your pyjamas. And, oh. and then just thought, yeah. <laughs> you know, that used to what, be one of my jokes. What? <laughs> it's a joke that, that oh, it's... Uh... It's coming your pajamas week or something. 
Coming over that. to have his week. Woo! I, what a I week! Did, I'd tell you that most, most days or something like that. I thought I was being original. Oh. Oh. I also like that you delivered that as it's come in your pyjamas week. Like, in your mind, it's a whole week of just non-stop fun. <laughs> Wearing your pyjamas. Wearing your pyjamas. What type of pyjamas do you wear? Uh, oh, well, I, I, I can't wear them most of the time because they, they've, I've got pyjamas. I've got pyjamas. Oh, fuck. I've got bananas in my pyjamas. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of uh, Small Screen Nostalgia. That even really... though Chris has got bananas in his pyjamas. That really felt like shooting stars. You said that out You said that out loud. You, as a man who has done this this long, said that sentence <laughs> out loud in the real world. Out of your mouth and the head. It felt like shooting stars when Vic does a really bad joke and then they have tumbleweed. That, well, well, you had a go, and that's all that I can ask for sometimes. We already know what kind of pyjamas I wear anyway. It's Tartan, or if it is Morris Tartan. Morrison Tartan. Mor- Morrison. Not Morris Tartan. <laughs> that great... Uh, what was he? Uh, I've just done exactly the same thing as you did. Oh, it's, it's clearly earlier than it usually is, isn't it? You've just literally said that out loud on a podcast. You've been reco- I, I, I did, I did. I said it out loud. I said what you... I don't, I, I'm giving I you the same apart. lecture back to you. What's basically happened well, you've, is you, you've been hoisted by your own petard. I have. I've learned a valuable lesson today. What bit of this will you use on the internet? Uh, well, maybe start doing them next week. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah. And I don't want to turn it into a meeting. We can have it afterwards. What would you give... This wonderful show. How many red noses would you give it out of ten? I'll give it six red noses because it tries. Six. What do you give it? I'd give it seven red noses. Ooh, six and a half. How about a red half. nose and a custard pie? Deal. All right, let's lock it in. It says six o'clock, and we've definitely got the right day. <laughs> And that was Big Top. Now, if you want to go and watch Big Top, watch it on YouTube or just don't watch it. I want to do the right way the ben elton sitcom which isn't very good but you can't find it anywhere and i'm not buying it on dvd oh uh we can uh well we'll have a think about next week <laughs> you can buy it for two quid or something the whole series <laughs> I thought, I can... no 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 i i have to do it through the playstation yeah no no not, not, not buying the right way and epic win epic win with uh alexander armstrong basically doing you bet with a very very young Joe Lysette is doing uh, an impression of Peter Dixon from The X Factor. Epic win! There's only clips of it on the internet for like 10 minutes. That, that'd be enough for an episode 10 minutes. I don't know. Give it a go. We've done yeah. less. Can we enter the Red Bull soapbox with our Super Coop? Yeah. Get a Super Coop and put wheels on the side of it. So you want to enter the Red Bull soapbox with a super coupe? Yeah, you have what, to do... Why have, where has that sentence come from? Can we enter the Red Bull soapbox with our super coupe? I watched it the other day. I thought straight away, cool runnings. And then I Googled cool runnings and someone's done it already. And I thought, what can we do for small screen naughty 90s nostalgia? 
we could have a super coupe. It's you just, you're being the driver, you're dressed as a chicken, and you're going down. I'm dressed as a chicken. You're going down the alley pally, dressed as a chicken in a super coupe. I'm up for that. <laughs> I, I, I think it could work. No one will get the reference apart from maybe Joseph going, come on. Super <laughs> coupe. Super coupe. <laughs> yes. You dressed as a chicken. There's a cat on the back called with a name tag says the professor going down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. I've also also realised if you've only listened to this episode and nothing else, you won't even understand what this is about. Well, I, I, no, I think it makes perfect sense. I think you need to be dressed as a professor. So you need to be dressed as a cat at the back. All right, yeah, we'll do that. No, no, you don't want two people in, in the thing. Because I saw a really big fall, which was two people inside it. And the fa- the face of the first person, like, oh, shit. Now the second person is going to just fall on the on my back from the behind Ooh, me. No. Did it look painful? It did look painful. Especially my, uh, instead of, now they've cancelled, you've been framed. That's what I mean. Soapboxes, that's what we were talking about. We need to enter the Red Bull Soapbox Derby. I wonder how they get them there. They must have a lorry or something that delivers them to the they drive menus. Them, they drop. They don't drive them to the... Yeah, do-do-do-do-do. Like Slippy and Coke. Yeah, I know, but some of them are very flimsy. They fall apart even before they've even got there. Yeah, that's how they fall apart, because some of them have driven, driven, driven up to about 100 miles. Ones I don't like is the ones that... We're viewing this instead. The ones that are just basically... It's just a soapbox, and I've just put something around the outside. They haven't really thought about it that much. They haven't put a big head on it. When, ones that got big heads <laughs> on it, you're like, right, now, now you've thought about this. he got a big head. I think it's a good plan. I'm up for it. We haven't got to build it, have we? Yeah, we've got to build it, haven't we? Oh, no. Can't we get someone to build it for us? Sending someone a super coop and then saying, right, can you put wheels on this and make it yeah, roadworthy? That's what we want. That's like, Let's be honest. If we are building it, it's, it's not going to move, let alone win. It is going to win. All right. Listen to next week's episode, listener. You're going to love this. Oh, no, we're not becoming chatterbigs, are we? Part one of how we, how we enter the soapbox derby, <laughs> and then you get four episodes in and realise they decided it was too expensive and a waste of time. <laughs> I like the idea though. Well, we put someone else in it. Dave Benson Phillips yeah. and Big Bear. Uh, it, 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 Dave Benson Phillips would be well up for it. Do you know who else would be up for it? Alison Hammond. <laughs> Alison Hammond. I don't think she will. I think once again, I think she's a very busy person who doesn't just do soapbox derbies. Now they've got 40 points for performance. Now she's into the soapbox. Down she goes. Through the chicane. And now she's crashed into the giant effigy of Philip Schofield. Is she going to go over the tipper? There she goes. Over the tipper. Oh, no, she's fallen out. Oh no! Or we make one that's shaped in the size of the older. Do you remember when that weatherman used to have the Great Britain? Don't bring him up. Float. Yeah, we we just have that. She's going down the hill on a big bit of Britain. Yeah, (laughs) I think it could work. I don't know about you, but I'm having the image of her going down the hill. Me too. I'm up for this. Hitting the tipper, going into the hay bale. Gino DeCampo yeah. jumps over and says, What, there's a guy on? <laughs> yeah. What's a going on? Or in a less uh, racist accent. So, yeah. on, on, on that bombshell. Bye-bye, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider træt af alle de der podcast og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.